What is up, everyone? It's another. It's your girl, Talia. Back at it with another episode. Um, it's just me today, and I know you guys. I've been just uploading myself lately. Trust me, there's a lot of new content coming. I have some good friends that are gonna be on um air and in episodes late soon. So just, I know, I know, it's gonna be me again. How crazy. Um, I just wanted to talk about um some things that have been happening to me recently. Um, so last this whole week, I actually went out of town on a vacation for since forever and I went to Oregon with my sister and my babies um to to go meet her birth dad side of the family and hang out with them and all that and it was really good we got in yesterday um so it was fun super fun needed it um Oregon's so pretty and gorgeous um I was able to go to the coastal side, so they have the ocean side, and I was able to jump into the Pacific Ocean and catch them waves and just do some boogie boarding. Even though it was, like, literally freezing, I enjoyed it so much. Um, I'm so drawn to the ocean. It's one of my biggest things that I love is the ocean. It just makes me feel at home, and it makes me miss home Hawaii Hawaii you know a lot when I go to the ocean it makes me just feel connected um yeah it's just so uh, I needed it so this trip I went to Oregon and it was a really fun time um got to see Oregon I probably will go back to like visit um again but yeah so that was really fun um so we're gonna rewind to a couple weeks ago. Um, if you guys don't follow me on social media, especially Instagram, I'm very open to like my daily life of like how am I feeling, what's been going on, what's happening. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I had a I had a mental breakdown. Um, I had just been like struggling for a couple months, and I I knew I was dealing with some depression lately, and my good friend came in town, and he was talking to me, and he's, we've been like, we have the same type of childhood, and we have the same things that we struggle with, and I asked him, I was like, how do you do it? How do you deal with depression? How do you deal with just getting through every day? Because... I'm I'm struggling like I am not okay and usually I'm the stronger friend and the one that he um talks to and reaches out to and you know he's like I don't know to be honest like every day I just try to take day by day and it got me to think you know about people in my life um recently I I kind of flipped a 180 a 360 if you must and I decided to just focus on myself focus on God me and work and the things I usually 
all my passion into. Um, I've had people in my life that have come and go, and I think this is what triggered me of the change, of trying to change and be better on my depression, start finding people that I can talk to that are wiser and that can understand me for me. So a couple weeks ago, I got a text message from one of my close friends. I see her as a close friend. And honestly, I'm going to be honest, I can be a lot and I can cause a lot of issues with people that I don't even know. Like some friends have literally told me, dude, you're like too much. I can't. I'm sorry, I have to back out of my life. And honestly, I used to always feel like I was the issue. I was, it was my fault. I need to do better. So as growing up and as going through what I've been through and working out and healing my healing process, because every day is a healing process to me. Every day I deal with anxiety. I deal with depression. I deal with traumas that I'm trying to break. I deal with things that normal people wouldn't understand. And it's hard to talk and, you know, like, give people your mind. Like, you can't just give people how how you are. And everyone functions differently. And honestly, I've had so many friends that have come and gone and have been like, hey, um, I'm here for you, but I'm going to be here for you like from afar or just have friends completely cut me off and not even tell me you know and they just disappear from my life which honestly it's the hardest thing but lately recently I've just learned to deal with it I've learned to understand that it's okay you know like sometimes you have to walk away from people and you don't know how to explain it you don't know how to how you feel. Um, they make you feel uncomfortable. They make you feel insecure. They make you feel just stressed out all the time. It's totally fine. So a couple of days ago, I got a text from my good friend and we've been, I've been hanging out with these two really good friends. Um, they're in the gospel. They're super cool. Um, met them through YSA and, um, and we've been, I think, friends for like two years, I believe, two to three years. And I just got a text from my friend and she was just like, you've been so different lately and I don't want this to offend you. But and it wasn't this isn't word for word, but like this is how it kind of went down. Um, I don't want to offend you, but um, I don't know what to do. Like. I think you're being really rude to our other friend and honestly something happened between my other friend and this other good guy friend of mine that's like my good friend and I just kind of like had been having issues with it and just kind of like I don't know girl code boy code crap like that it's not important in this podcast but um she texted me and she was just saying like I feel worthless not worthless I feel she was just explaining how she can't help me like she doesn't know how to help me and she doesn't know how to 
um, understand what I need and blah, 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 blah. And she was just kind of telling me that she needed space and that she was, she's already taken space for me. And honestly, when I got that text message, I just knew off the bat that I need to change myself. I've been feeling a little bit depressed, really depressed lately throughout the months. And I knew like I needed to click something and just switch it. And I went and saw my best friend Tori and we were talking and she's, and I told her everything that's been going on. And she, she always gets me back to where I need to be. And, um, I, I, two Sundays ago, I had a major meltdown at church. Um, I still attend church and it's because it's between me and God, you know, like I don't go there for the people. I don't go there for anything like that. It's just something that I go for personally with God. And, um, I have too many experiences and miracles um, when it comes to my spirituality and my religion, to give up my religion, to forsake my God, and to admit that I don't believe in God anymore. I have too many things that have happened to me, and he has saved me multiple times from taking my life and going down really bad, bad parts in me, you know, and bad past and um I had a major breakdown and I met with some of these brethren um they they're like the most amazing people they're um one of them is in the bishopric and another one is just I think the missionary or something um but these two I've been really close to throughout my time and throughout the time they've been with my YSA ward and we sat down we in a room and we just started talking and I just let out everything and I was just like I just had a setback like I almost committed suicide I almost took my own life and I've just been dealing with really bad depression and I just feel like I've done enough to be able to leave this world and I'm just kind of like a little bit lost and I already know like when I am lost I come back to God and I try to figure it out I try to fall on my knees and talk to him I go to church just because I know it's important and the conversations I had with these brethren were just so uplifting and made me think of a whole new perspective in life. And I'm not going to share because it's sacred between me and them and what happened between us. But after that whole entire conversation with people that have lived a life, you know, they're older, married, um, they've been through it. You know, they've been through life and I've never felt so seen and heard by people and I think one of them brother Johnson told me he's like sometimes people that go through the darkest things so young often can't under be understood by their peers and it blew my mind because 
I was like, ding, 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 ding. All the people that I've hung out with, all the people that have been close to me, some of them stay and a lot of them go. They move on, they leave, and I haven't been able to be honored to be in their life. And then there's some people that are just like, I can't. I'm sorry to you, like, I can't. Um, I can't be your friend anymore. And I, I realize that... I can be a lot. I realize I can say things that are that don't aren't understandable, and I do things that are just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, there's a lot of things like I I don't like going out. I don't like being around people. I don't like to socialize. I'm a very by my person type of person. I love staying in. I love working, I love doing what I love to do, and there's a lot of times where I forget to do what I want to do, and I'll go and do things for other people, and it, it drains me, and it just, like, it makes me have more anxiety, and there are just things that I don't want to do, and sometimes I just don't put my foot down and tell those people because I don't want to let people down. And I've gotten really good with my boundaries with people, with understanding if I can trust you, with understanding if I can't trust you. Um, Every day as a recovering addict and being on sobriety, I have to always wake up and deal with so much and I don't want to like complain or anything because that's not who I am but from a point in a mind from somebody that's dealt with really horrific things and triggers that have I've been trying to cope with since I was little people don't understand and I I don't want people to think oh you just don't fucking get it so I don't want to I'm not going to be your friend. I want to explain it. And that's why I have this podcast. And today I kind of want to explain how you have to understand people with addictions and people with childhood trauma. They, Their whole out view of life is so much different from so, so many other people. Um, I used to be so scared of men. And I used to be so scared of touching I still to this day can't get be hugged I can't if someone comes from behind me I will literally sock you in the fucking face to this day I can't be touched I don't like being touched I don't like anything that's loving or like words that come out I just I am not comfortable it makes me feel so uncomfortable being touched and that's one of my biggest things since I was little I have never wanted to be touched like in high school I remember one of my guy friends came up from behind me and I flipped the fuck out to the point where I just like I literally like punch slapped him and I was mad and I walked away and he was like what the fuck you know those are the type of things that Sorry, I just lost my AirPod, guys. Hold on. <laughs> LOL. Um, those are, like, the type of things that I've had to really 
focused on fixing and healing from. To this day, I can hug people, but I hug them to the side. But I I let them know and I get comfortable and I say, hey, listen, I don't hug, but awesome, we can do a high five. And people are just like, oh, okay. But like when I put myself out there and make those boundaries, it's because I've dealt with something traumatizing in my life. Um, There's the whole like door of dating and falling in love and trying. I've tried to date people. I've tried to, sorry, I'm going to get emotional. I've been in love probably like twice in my life and I tried to date people. I've tried all the stuff and every time it's just felt like miserably horribly horrifically um and my biggest fear in life is having to sit down and having a conversation of being molested of all these boundaries of that i've done in my life of all these things that i do that are deemed just trying to survive you know I I used to do drugs like hardcore drugs um I used to drink a lot just to ease the pain and forget things to be able to sleep more so like telling this person and people about who I really am inside and what really goes through my mind is really hard for me and I don't expect them to change their lives I don't expect them to understand I don't expect it and like honestly now these days I don't even I don't even have that many friends because of the things that I've been through you know and the friends I do have are the ones that actually know what I've been through and they're the ones that just they don't smother me they don't make me do things that I don't feel feel uncomfortable they give me time and space and then they'll talk to me and you know as my friend texted me that week of saying that text message of how she just doesn't know what to do blah 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 and it's just like I don't need you to know what I I need to do I am just trying to tell you that I'm dealing with depression and I wanted to let you know so you know what's wrong with me. I want to be held accountable. And Tori, my best friend, is so good at that. There are times where I would text her a whole paragraph and I'd be like, I'm dealing with this right now, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to do. I just wanted to let you know. And my other good friends the same way. And my guy friends, there are times where they'll come and hang out with me and they know, like, they know when there's something wrong, but they just won't, like, annihilate me and make me feel like I need to go back to church. They'll, they won't make guilt trip me. And I always tell my friends, like, do not make, like, there are times where they're like, maybe you need God, maybe you need to go back to church. And I get so fucking irritated with them about that because I'm always like, do not come at me about god in my position with my religion and my spirituality because there's so many other things that you don't understand you know it's really hard for me to even 
I'll sometimes go to church because I used to get ridiculed and made fun of and just felt banished from my own church fellow beings that were there in the pews. And I've always been so, like, with people at the church, just I've distanced myself and made boundaries for them because when I go to church, when I walk through those doors, when I sit down in that pew, I don't see anyone except for God and me sitting there having conversation for an hour or so and then leaving. So there's just so many boundaries that people don't understand and walls that I put up just to help me find a good coping mechanism to survive daily. And you guys got to understand, being an addict, it's not easy. You know, when I go to hang out with my friends or my siblings and we go to the bar or we go and people are drinking and people are smoking, it is not easy for me to do that. It's not fun for me. And honestly, it's not even the drinking part that I don't have a problem with. It's the way people act that I have a problem with. I think I've seen so many different people that have been drunk and alcohol affects them, the drug that affects them, the mental state it puts you in makes me just... I don't know. It just makes me a type of way. And honestly, I love having fun. I love going out and just having a good time with my friends. And I don't ever judge friends or family of what they drink, of what they do, because that's that's not me. But I do appreciate those friends and family that stand up for me and that don't pressure me in doing things or saying, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I have a reason, and there's so many reasons, because that almost made me die once. That almost made me die once. I almost died from that. I wouldn't be here if I stopped doing that. I've made a commitment. And I think a lot of people don't understand that part either. Like, I have done this. I have been strong for five years. And I'm mentally so stronger now. After just a couple weeks of reevaluating my life and realigning it and taking away people from my life, um, I've decided to put everyone on just a... low, you know, notification, you know, um, everyone in my contact list is on not disturbed, no alerts, and there's only certain people like work that are, I get notifications ASAP, but there's a lot of people, even my family, um, I just, The distractions have gotten too much, and I've lost sight of focusing on myself, what makes me happy, and everything will fall into place. 
and I know that sounds really harsh for people, but if you fucking haven't been through something traumatic and then had it rip your whole life away and you've had to figure it out from nightmares, from cold shakes, from being scared at night when I was a little girl, from being scared of men, from trying to just figure out every single piece of what happened to me throughout my whole entire childhood to when I was 18 years old until I figured out when I was 18 years old I was molested. And then after that, thinking it was all done, and then going into my career of social work where I brought everything back up, where all the pain came, all the heart, the anger, the frustrations, the non, the harm of myself, of not loving myself, of being so hard on myself, of failing, all that stuff. And then on top of doing hard drugs, alcohol, I've been, I fucked myself up. I fucked myself up even worse. I'm a fucked up person. <laughs> and it's true. Um, I'm reading this book right now and it's about your mind understanding your mind body and it's for people that have dealt with childhood trauma um a lot of rape and molestation childhood trauma is there and examples and there are things where I just I'm just shook and I just was like I do that I literally do that I'm that person and reading about it now and being educated about what is going on with me mentally and my body is just so mind-blowing and it's opened my mind to so much understanding of it's okay like it's okay to let go of people it's okay to do fell sometimes on your anxiety or have a day where you're just not happy. It's okay to build boundaries with families, with people that hurt you and take from you. You know, it's okay not to be understood. And I think that's the biggest thing is that I am always misunderstood. And I saw this quote once and it said, no one's ever gonna understand the misunderstood but if someone does then they're worth holding on to and it's so true I can think of my best friends that have known me forever that have known me since college that have known me since I've started my journey of sobriety that have understood and that haven't even asked questions and just have loved me for me and that are still in my life and if I reached out to them they would be like hey what's up like do you need anything they are my people and I don't have to worry about being misunderstood by them but making new relationships and making new friends is the hardest thing for me I'm different I am so not normal and not everyone's misunderstood everyone's not normal but I feel like people are so afraid of their own traumas that they get in relationships and they get into these friendships that portray their traumas 
and then they walk away from it and they don't face it you know i'm i face it every day horns me holding the horns and just smiling sometimes back at it every day and i'm not afraid to say it and to admit to myself that hey fuck i'm depressed today cool awesome to let's try to get through it you know and i'm not afraid to admit my wrongs and my 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 uh, my my failures and and stuff like that you know i am so lucky to be able to be here and just to be alive you know how many times i shouldn't be here you know i've tried to attempt suicide like four times in my life and every time i always think about about is this what you really want you know is there more in your life clear that you can do and every new chapter new era that i've had i have seen so much progress in myself and i'm so proud of me of just letting myself find what works and find what doesn't work and then if i've failed or if i've burned or if i've at a dead end i i i i crawl back up and i stand firmly and i try to something else i do something else you know and i just want people to understand be easy on people that have gone through shit that have gone through really hard times you know i have friends my good friend that came down manny he and i go through the same thing and i'm excited to have him in the future on my podcast but he and i we always you know we always check on each other he lives in a different state but we met here through a really good friend of ours and we've been really close and tight and he he is just someone i can just go to about something and he'd understand he just automatically knows because he went through the same thing and he goes through the same thing on a daily basis and I want to say if you are recovering from any trauma and sobriety, find people that are in good, good links in their life, that are in the same wavelength as you of sobriety and going forward and being a positive, um, positive signal for you. Because honestly, trying to find people that haven't lived a life like that it's hard you know um sometimes i am sad that i lose people that i thought were really close to me and i just wanted you know to be friends with and vent with them but if i have to close myself my true self off to those people and still hang out with them then who am i proving i'm stepping back on myself i'm letting myself be comfortable of not showing who I really am and I feel like everyone should find those people that let them be who they are 
let them break down, let them, you send big ass text messages to them and them replying back and saying, hey, listen, I love you. You're awesome. Don't worry. You're going to get through it. Or, hey, you know what? Let's meet up. Do you want to go out and eat? Grab a quick bite? Let's go do something. Or, hey, let's go on a walk. Let's just walk, you know? And I think that's the biggest thing of just don't talk. Don't try. Just listen. Just listen. Listen to the person that's trying to talk to you about what they've been through. They've been through the ringer. They've heard all the same advice. They just need someone to listen, to have someone to listen to. And I'm grateful for those supporters in my life that just sit down and deal with my crazy and just listen. Because I, I am a lot. I can be a lot to handle. And I can have times where it's just like, the fuck, Talia, like, why? But I just want you guys to be aware those people that don't deal with the things that we deal with. Just understand how hard it is for us to even make moves to live a normal life. Every day I miss smoking. I miss the drug life. I miss the pain that it soothes. I miss just feeling able to get out of my reality and just go to Asian land. I miss the everything. And honestly, it fucks me up mentally too. Like, I definitely, people don't think marijuana and drugs fuck you up. But let me tell you smoking weed does and I think a lot of people are like gonna be like no it's like it doesn't it, it does for me it's fucked up my mind it's made me less sharp than I used to be and quicker on my toes than I used to be it's made me a little bit hazy as well and it's changed my body um it's changed my lungs it hasn't helped out with my you know my health at all um my health is a long road but it's been a struggle you know and I crave drugs every day I literally crave them I want them and I every day I want that high I want that that just glorious just beautiful high and I don't even understand it like it's just you just want it, you know, and so those people that are on your sobriety, even if it's two weeks, five months, a year, 10 years, 20, 40 years, you got this. Uh, you're not alone. I'm here. And for those people that have dealt with childhood trauma, sexual childhood trauma, domestic violence, abuse, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, I love you, and please find the will to, to heal, and I know it's hard, because I still am, and I'm 27 years old, and it took me 27 years to become sober, to understand boundaries, to forgive, to find a 
good place, a good career, a good friends to have an understanding with my family. Just know it's going to be okay and to not give up the fight. But if you do, you will always be remembered and missed and loved. I honestly have lost so many to the fight and it sucks. It's like one of the hardest things for me is losing, seeing someone lose their battle when they've been a strong, strong anchor. But I get it. I get it. It's tough. It's hard. It's tiring. We're all tired, you know. But I can tell you this. Find something that makes you happy and passionate in your life. And just remember, you're not just living for yourself. You're living for so many others out there that deal with the same thing. And that may not have a voice yet that are trying to find theirs. And that's all you got to do. <laughs> keep fighting. Keep going. Don't let people to tell you not to go. Don't let people to drag you down. Set those boundaries. Let those people go. Find better. You deserve better. Do better. Because life is too short. And it's time for all of us to make a difference somehow, right? So I just wanted to talk about what true addiction is and how hard it is to be misunderstood in this world of just everything and how hard it is to try to live in the norms and try to be perfect for people when you're just breaking down inside and just be nice and understanding to people that deal with addiction and so and that are trying to honor sobriety you know my biggest fear is like I said relationships and to find someone that I love and that loves me but will be able to take care of me and will be able to accept me for everything and I think that was my biggest fear is to fall in love, to be honest. Biggest fear is to fall in love and to be accepted by someone and to be open to my craziness, to be open to my habits that aren't normal and just to be seen in that way of so much vulnerability and so much scaredness and just always trying to you know do everything but honestly the time day will come maybe we'll see but right now I'm excited to just work on myself and this new perspective I have in life is just amazing and I'm, I'm so much more happier and sometimes when you stray from the path and you need to change it's in front of you and you just got to accept it and you just got to be willing to change with it and be willing to make something different in your life. Change it up, you know, and do better, you know. So 
I love you guys, and I'm excited because it's almost 2023, and um, you guys are going to die because um, we do, my best friend and I do a podcast every end of the year, and there's so much that we that has happened this year 2022 with me and her but more of her but like I'm so excited to end off the year and to be able to start a whole new year with a whole new fresh mindset and perspective in life and I love you guys I love you all for supporting me and listening to my podcast and even though it's a few number it still means so much to me you know um to be heard and to be able to use my voice and if you want to follow me on social media um i post more on my instagram it is um it's pretty hard but you know you'll figure it out um i post a lot about my podcast my links everything but i just want you guys to know you are loved, you are seen, and I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving, and Christmas is just around the corner, um, Thanksgiving, this is the last week of November, it's about to be December, I do have a challenge for you guys, the last month of the year, to open your hearts, and to serve those around you, to spread the love, 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 to spread the love of everything, and be positive towards someone and just love them for who they are. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening to Talia Hope's podcast. Um, this is your host, Talia. Eh, eh, eh. Um, thank you for listening, and I love you guys. Have a great night. See you all later.